You know my issues already. They're exposing their whole life to everybody. But that's my thing. It's like you signed up for it. Oh, 100%. Do you ever wake up so hungover that you can't look at your phone with both eyes at the same time? I did ghost my therapist for like two weeks. And then I realized I can't do that. <laughs> we just visualize ourselves in New York City doing this. I'm done thinking like, oh, I said too much. No one cares about you at the end of the day. Yeah, a lot of people have the same narrative, like to be honest. It's just being more vulnerable. Yeah. Which kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> now we just have to, like, there's no it's, choice. It's too it's like, far, I know. Yeah. I'm Emma. I'm Hannah. And this is Sincerely Uninterested. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. It's Emma. Um, I'm sitting in my room alone again. But not for long. Hannah's going to be back in about two and a half, three weeks. And I'm really excited to just change a few things up, get a, I don't know, like just podcast together again, be able to not be talking to myself in my mirror in my room, like feeling like a crazy person. And yeah, I'm just excited. The summer, some interviews, um... I just, I feel like our podcast has been a little bit on pause because we're separated and um, it's hard to, uh, it's hard to put out content when we have different brains and we're always trying to like check in with each other to make sure, oh, is it okay if I post this? Is it okay if I post this? So if we're not with each other, it's hard to really get gauge what the other person is thinking, so... Um, but I'm really excited for her to come back. This episode, we talk about boundaries, confrontation, standing up for yourself, because Hannah had two experiences that we uh, talk about in our segment together that happened right before we recorded, and it's this wasn't even the subject we intended on doing. Um, she just texted me that morning and was like, I really want to talk about this because it was just relevant in that moment and it's honestly something that we both struggle with a lot and this conversation honestly kind of not was an awakening but it just it made me realize that I might have not grown as much as I thought I did out of my shy girl era as a child I was I grew up pretty shy and just very, I wouldn't even say, not textbook shy girl, uh, more, more, um, I'm trying to think how to describe it. I was more just passive. And a lot of the times because I was just so super like go with the flow and would always compare myself and like surround myself honestly with people who were super outspoken and because I didn't speak up a lot of the times unless it was something that I was like really really strongly believed in or anything I assumed that when other people are speaking up it's because they have such strong opinions and that outspoken people are I don't even know like they I forget that they're just saying what comes on their mind in the moment and that we're not as similar as 
I just like expect it's almost like I expect people to be thinking the same way I do and in that way I'm a little bit self-centered I guess um but I was just very much doormat letting people walk all over me when I was a kid and I've changed a lot in the sense that I put my foot down in certain situations but I'm always I continue to see a pattern where I'm always inconveniencing myself for other people's convenience and it's not even when they're asking me to do it like they're not like people aren't being like can you not like they're not getting annoyed at me for having an opinion or anything it's just like in my own head and if they if they are then they're people that I shouldn't be friends with because if I'm voicing my opinion um which I should be doing and I don't most of the time like people should respect that um but I wrote I honestly I'm basically reading through some of my notes right now because I wrote all this down I don't usually write things down when I speak in these episodes because I like I don't know it's really hard for me to be organic and like have it flow better when I'm um reading off a screen basically uh but I just wanted to write things down because my head gets so scrambled and I don't want to lose focus on what I really am trying to get across today and I think this is like a this is a really important episode it's probably the most important episode to me personally and I hope that if some of you listen to this and can relate to it as well it can help you because I'm really just trying to sort through what I still need to grow on and I like I don't even know just situations have happened over the past week that and I had a talk with my mom last night and she was basically saying to me like we we kind of like reminisced over like my childhood and like because I I was basically crying to her (laughs) um because I tend to bottle up all my emotions and don't let them out and it's because I do all these tiny things and don't speak up about all these little things that eventually like something tiny is just like opening the floodgates for all these other things that I just like swept under the rug essentially. Um, But she was basically said something to me that kind of stuck out. She was like, where does, where, I'm so concerned because where, where does all this anger go? Like, you're never angry. You never just, like, pop off and, like, have a moment where you really are standing up for yourself. The only times I've ever really gotten really angry and defensive and really spoke my mind were over people who are close to me, like, family or really close friends. When people cross my family and friends, I tend to get really, um just more vicious like my inside like fire comes out but other than that when it comes to myself I've realized I'm a lot less um I just like I have less of a backbone than I thought I did and um 
yeah, I don't know. And I'm not trying to be a victim in this way. It's more that I'm just mad at myself for letting this go on for so long because I put so much value on other people's words, thoughts, opinions, and I just feel like I'm not living for myself. Um, I listened to this podcast, Giggly Squad, one of my favorite podcasts, uh, Hannah Burner and Paige DeSorbo. They're both, they were both on Summer House. Hannah's a comedian now, or she was a stand-up comedian before, but she's actually kind of popping off on, uh, TikTok and stuff. Um, but they talk about decentering men from your life, which I thought was a great, um, just a great, like, thing to keep telling yourself and everything and I've kind of taken that and I'm gonna try to apply that to what I'm working on right now with which is basically just like decentering other people's opinions and decentering other people from my life and allowing me and the people I care about most to be in that center it's just I don't know I feel like I've just gotten way, gone way off track with everything and have gotten so caught up in college life and, I don't know, partying and whatever that I think I've... Maybe I have done all this work and kind of regressed a little bit. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I don't know if anyone else feels this way. Um because I, I also had therapy the other day, and that this is the first time that I've ever really been, which just sounds awful to say, but this is the first time that I've really been that vulnerable, because it's really hard for me to be vulnerable with anyone. I'm so guarded all the time, and even when people think I'm being vulnerable, I'm probably not, um... I don't know what it is about, like, everyone has childhood stuff that's gone on that's made people the way they are, and I think that my childhood, things that have, like, occurred in my childhood is a lot of the reason of, like, why I am the way I am, and because of it, instead of feeling, I have never felt my feelings, I instead of feeling them, I move on, I sweep it under the rug, I tell myself, what's the point of dwelling on this, I can't do anything about it, all that, like, I, I'm always, I'm so critical of myself, I've always been so hard on myself, and this isn't to be like, oh my god, like, poor me, I'm, like, life is so hard, blah, 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 blah. like, that's not at all what I'm trying to say, I, I just have never given myself grace and honestly it I'm not trying to be like oh no one is ever doing things for me or anything like that that's not at all what I'm trying to say either um I just it's essentially what I'm realizing more and more which I've always known but I feel like it never sunk in for me is that you teach the you teach people how to treat you and because I've I'm so critical on myself and honestly probably don't even like myself I think I have internalized a lot of self-hatred and a lot of um 
you can do better you can like if other people are doing this you can do this like don't like other people are other people have it worse for like worse than you all these things um and because I've allowed people to kind of feed on and overindulge on my willingness to inconvenience myself for them it's almost like I've taught people I've taught people how to treat me I've taught people how to treat me poorly and I've now just started really realizing in all these ways in my life that I'm kind of being treated badly and I and it happens again and again and I don't do anything and honestly the saddest part is I don't even realize it until I'm telling other people a story and they're like um what the hell like why did that happen like why did you let that happen I would have said this I would have I would have oh my god I would have gone off like all these things and I'm like wow I really just in the moment freeze up I'm such an avoidant person I run away from conflict I've never been confrontational and I don't know why I'm I don't know how to be confrontational for myself it's almost like I just freeze up and I don't see the worth it's do I not see the worth of myself I don't know because I feel like I do hold myself in a high I do respect myself it's not like I don't respect myself but it I don't know. Um, But yeah, essentially, I realized that through growing up, I've developed this mechanism of a false sense of control over my life and my relationships with everyone um, because I let people take it it's almost like I switched from just being passive to letting people be passive and that was almost a way for me to it was almost like it's honestly almost like self-harm in a way but which I, I'm not trying to say that um like I don't know I'm not trying to be like oh self-harm like I'm not trying to take that word lightly either um I just am, it's almost like a toxic relationship I have for myself is probably a better way to put it. Um, But I just never have, I don't even know. Like I, it happens with guys in my life, like relationship wise and with friendships and family relationships that I always, I don't know. I let this, the shitty things happen. I let people treat me badly and it's almost because, it's almost like because I let them, I am in control, I am in control of that. Like I am allowing people to treat me in a, a bad way and for some reason that's almost better than me standing up for myself and I don't know how to get out of that cycle. But yeah, I don't even know. My Honestly, my thoughts are scrambled and I'm sorry if this was a little bit of a ramble because a lot of this really just resurfaced within the past couple days and I just thought it was important to talk about and I don't know if anyone else has felt that way or been that way, but 
or have any more thoughts and stuff on this topic, but I think that I've talked for a bit too long and we should get into Hannah and I's segment. Hi, welcome back. <laughs> Eva and I are just like, we don't know how to intro these anytime because we were like catch up over FaceTime and we're like, oh, hey, what's up? And then we're like, and record. And hey, welcome. Thank welcome you. to this episode, Hannah. Thanks for checking in. <laughs> honored. Guys, Thanks for dropping in from Paris. What's going on right now? Um, I am so exhausted. I came back from, I was in like the South of France for four days. That looks so fun. Oh, nice. I was in Nice and then I went to Cannes where it's like the funniest place. They like really lean into the film festival thing. So if people don't know, like the Cannes Film Festival is like in the, in mid-May or something. And the beachfront is so nice, but like there's just random like like you'll walk by a bus station and it's just a poster of Angelina Jolie's face like that's it like it's like a paper town it's kind of weird but it was really cool and yeah it was nice it was like fun I need to stop drinking so much (laughs) I honestly kind of have but then like it's harder though like as it's gotten warm and like nicer out it's been because my seasonal depression is go- has been going yeah. away it's been making me be like oh I should just like drink like day drink now just hang and it's so hard to hang I know we talked about this last week but I forget if it made it in the episode that it's Probably. so hard to like hang sober even though in theory it's not I don't feel like an awkward person but when I'm hanging I'm like oh I'll just get a drink mm-hmm. it's such it's a like it's like something to hold. It's almost like your emotional support water bottle becomes like yeah. your drink gets spoke. You're like, <laughs> and you're just like playing with your straw or like your cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you just like keep drinking because you don't know what else to do. And, and it's like, like an entertainment for the night of like going to get more drinks and stuff. Yeah. And people like can't, I feel like there's so many people I know that like literally can't not black out like when they go out. I hate that. I think that's so annoying. I'm like, like that you're too. literally liability to other people, like your friends, and then also just like you're you're damaging your body, girl. Like you're gonna come yeah. out of college. I have some friends that I actually don't like the person that they are drunk, but I like them sober, and it's the weirdest little dilemma of being like, mm, maybe we never have alcohol around when we hang out. <laughs> I- it's like boundaries you have to put in with your like certain friends I know that's weird uh today though I had the most horrendous day yeah you kind of mentioned but I want to hear what you have to say so I have just been like I go through phases of my life where I'm like numbed out to emotion and then I'm like very emotional highly emotional and right now I'm just in an emotional phase and if anyone says it has anything to do with like my hormone it probably does but like no it doesn't I don't know what so basically I woke up so me and my friend Luke were like the only ones that stayed in con the rest like went back from Nice and I woke up at like five in the morning 
because his flight was before mine. Mine was at 11.45 and his was at nine. So we get to the airport. He leaves for his flight. I'm like, okay, I have three hours and I should just, I should have been studying, but I wasn't. But I was like, I'm going to try to get on a different, like like an earlier flight. Because from Cannes to Paris, the flights run like every 30 minutes. So mm-hmm. I walked up to this woman that was working at one of the desks for a flight that was at like 9.30. And I walk up and there's a security guard right there. And I was like, I was wondering if I could speak to her, if there's any way the flight's not full, I can get on this flight. And it hadn't boarded yet. And he like looks at, back at her and he goes, is this flight full? And she like looks at me, fully acknowledges me. And she was like, she's like, oh, it's full. And then I was like, oh, well, can I possibly wait here? And I guess I said this to him, which was my mistake. I should have said it to her. But I go, can I wait here? And if maybe someone doesn't show up? And he was like, yeah, 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 sure. And for me, like if someone t- says it so casually like that, I'm like, okay, then it must not be the biggest deal to switch flights, right? So I sit there, like basically right in that boarding area, the small area, for an hour until the like last people board, but they haven't closed the gates. And I walk up to them and I'm like, okay, is are there any empty seats? Like, am I able to switch my flight? And they looked at me like they've never seen me in my life. This The security guard that was there was somewhere else, but the blonde woman that I spoke to was like still there. And they go, what? And I was like, I was, I have a flight in a few hours. I was wondering if I could get on this flight, if there's no, if there's any availability still. And they were like, oh, you should have said something earlier. And I go, what? And they were like, how are we supposed to? And I, and I go, oh, I've been waiting here for an hour. And they go, yeah, well, you should have walked up to us. Like, we're not going to. And I was like, I I just spoke to her. And this woman looks at me and she goes, I've never seen you in my life. He's never seen you in my life. She's never seen you in my life. And I was like, and this is where my problem is. I didn't even fight back because I like started to cry almost. Like I didn't cry in front of her, but I turned around and I was like, I just go, okay. And I, and she was like, no, it's done. There's nothing you can do. And French people are bitches anyway. Yeah. But so I just turned around and I walk back and I just feel like, this like bile in the back of my throat not of ang- anger of like embarrassment and like like uncontrolled just tears like go down my face and I'm like that is how like I you, what do you did you throw up no no you no, no. I didn't throw up no I mean like you know the frustration bile in the back of your throat not like throwing up you never have that <laughs> oh my god like if I'm about to cry or if I'm really angry I get like a it's not like throw up. It's like a, a pain in your throat. You never had that? Oh, yeah, I guess. I just have never, like, heard anyone say it that way. <laughs> I think I said it that way. Okay. No, it's, it's okay. Long. No, I just, like, I've never heard anyone, like, refer to that specifically. <laughs> That's funny. Um, But, yeah, so I started, I just basically started tearing up, and I was, like, I felt like a child when I was talking to, like, the Franklin soccer coaches. And I couldn't, and it's happened to me in a few classes recently. Like, I'm just like very highly emotional right now, but I'm like, there is no way that I can be 21 years old and go out in the world and cry at authority. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. 
I mean, that's kind of like, (laughs) this is in a different way, but like, it's kind of like when I tried confronting you once about something that like wasn't even worth confronting and I just started crying. Yeah. (laughs) I don't like confrontation either. I think if I confronted you now, even about something, well, I don't know. But like it depends I, in the manner of how yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. if it was like really serious, like it's like you feel bad for the other person halfway through. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> if it was like because if I look at it, I'm like, what am I afraid of? That like a bitchy French woman's gonna be like, get out of my face. I'm gonna yeah. be like, but do you think it's only in your sensitive like moments that you would react that way? Like, do you think if you were in a different men- like mental state where like you were less sensitive you yes. would have reacted differently. and that's what yes a hundred percent because I was thinking I've been thinking about it all day oh because it happened again later in the day oh good <laughs> I've been thinking about it all day and I'm like maybe I'm I'm just very emotional right now and I'm like I've been pushing down so many little things that maybe like my tolerance for like the small drops or so I went into the bathroom and I just like sobbed about like a bunch of different things. Not about that. It just set me off. And yeah. I was like, I literally said to myself, I go, okay, well, I still have a few more flights. I'm going to try to get on. There's no way I can cry talking to people. Like, this is crazy. And so I was like, okay, Hannah, if you just cry right now about anything that's wrong in your life, then you'll be fine. And you can talk to people. So I leave the bathroom and I'm like, I feel like such a loser <laughs> and I walked to this other section I tried again and this this same woman because she was Air France she moved from one to the other one so it's like an hour later and I go up to her and I was like um I was like is there any way that I can change this like I wanted to ideally go to a different airport anyway and she's like what did she say she goes um because it's a different airport, it's a bit complex for us. So we would have to really, she was in so many words saying like, I don't feel like doing this because it's complicated and I would have to look it up. And I was like, what? Like, and, and I go, okay, well, can I do it online? And she goes, you can try. And I had already fucking tried. Obviously I would try to do it online first. And then I still feel that like hotness in my face. And I was just like, okay, rather than like fighting back. And I just like walked away. Cause I was like, I'm not going to like cry again. I don't know. But I'm like, I don't think this always happens to me. Yeah. It definitely doesn't, but it's so weird. And I'm like, uh, like, how do you fix that? I don't know. Like, I feel like that is almost a result of like being, of bottling up your emotions. Cause I feel the same way. Where, like, I don't cry or, like, don't, I don't let up my frustration over little things yeah. in the moment because I'm, like, okay, this isn't worth, this isn't, like, worth, like, causing an issue over if it's, like, something small. But yeah. then if you don't call out all the small things, then then it's just, like, sitting inside of you. And mm-hmm. then, like, something like that, like, you, sec- like, second of all, you, like, don't, haven't practiced, like, reacting to things. So you're never, if you're never reacting to things, then what makes you think that randomly in this type of moment, you're going to like all of a sudden like come out and be like, and be like cool and be like, okay. Yeah. It honestly makes me, it brings me back to like being a teenager and I'm in my house. And I think a part of it was the fact that these people were saying to me like, 
they're basically being like no and not giving me an explanation and it brings me back to like my mom being like no because I said so and that is like the most frustrating I can think of like when she's like you can't go hang out with those people just because I said so and I'm like so maybe it's that but I'm I don't you know need some I- inner child trauma that you need to work <laughs> <with the> therapist. <laughs> but I don't like I know a lot of women that have this not this to this extent like this is an extreme but the fact that I wholeheartedly agree with the statement like you should never cry at work like I think you should like I've cried at work before yeah I have too just like out of more out of frustration but like well especially waitressing like yeah, you're it's crazy. another world. Like waitressing is literally another world because people treat you like you aren't people. I know. Sometimes. But one time I, I was 18 and they tried to train me on bar and then they realized I didn't even know what like anything was. And so he yeah. told me, um, he was basically saying like, we're going to train you as a waitress first because they wanted to train me from host to bar. They were like, I think that's too big of a step, which it was. But I remember during the conversation in his office, I'm like tearing up and I'm like, I'm an adult. Like... That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, I also can't quit jobs. Yeah, I like, can't quit. Like face to face. Like I literally can't. I like get crippling anxiety. And like I remember like one of my first jobs when I like went to her office and like I literally had to make an excuse for why I wasn't coming back that like was a lie, like a complete lie. Yeah. Like I literally I want to be able to just be like, because I don't want to, like, I don't understand. It's like almost not being confident in myself where I'm like, I, and speaking to authority. Like I, I just like crumble. But it's like, we're invalidating our own emotions by the quitting one, for example, being like, no, just because I don't want to. It's like making us less of a person or less have valid opinions. Um, But I don't know. I've never said I have a thing with authority. Sorry, we're like delayed by one second. So sometimes I don't hear you start talking. Okay. I was going to say, I feel like you you and I are kind of similar in like how we grew up up and just like how we are in general, that we don't like to like be the burden ever. Yeah. And then I feel like that kind of trickles over to like never wanting to let anybody down. So like when it comes to authority too like you always want to never be the problem like you're like I'm yeah yeah that's so like whether it be like that you don't want to let down like a authority figure as in like a boss or like you don't want to be I I like hate getting in trouble me no okay you said that perfectly because I that was my biggest thing all throughout school like being in school like if a teacher got mad at me I remember in driver's ed once I was talking to my friend and the driver's ed instructor like looked at us and he probably just had a temper but he was like he said something like really rude of like like what are you doing why are you speaking right now and I just go oh I'm really sorry and and then I think he like something flipped him he goes you dealt with that really nicely you were raised right you have good parents you were raised right I was like I mean that guy was weird but like that is the fact that I still remember that I'm like oh I got in trouble once in school I can probably name you every time I got in trouble in school no same (laughs) like it's like almost like I I'm not I don't like think I'm a sensitive person and like in like the grand scheme of things and it comes to like like it takes a lot to make me cry or like mad or anything like yeah but 
when it comes to like somebody like like getting me in trouble or like kind of scolding me in any way Mm -hmm. I like literally like that just gets to me like so quickly for some reason yeah me too it's because yeah I I think it is like a not wanting negative attention not that obviously no one wants negative attention but I don't like good attention either though exactly if you're not always looking for good attention then the negative attention is going to hit you even more I think yeah I don't know but I, I think a, a part of it is the fact that I'm so emotional right now and like there's so many things I feel like I can't control but I'm like I wonder I want to like look up ways to like actually feel your feelings like <laughs> hour, like I'm like how to not bottle all your emotions up until you like yeah are like so soft in front of everybody you want to hear the second story oh my god yeah I was and this is why I was like I want to talk about this on the podcast today because I feel like a little ant like I feel like this big you got humbled (laughs) I got so I got humbled by my own brain like of how of how I acted I was on the bus to get back from the airport and oh I never end up changing my flight obviously and I was on the bus back from the airport and it's like an 11 euro ticket to go to the train and all this bullshit and so I got the ticket and the the bus ends up so packed that like you can't even move like I was standing with people were holding our luggage like this on the bus the whole time it was awful and I had the ticket in my purse and I did think about, I didn't see a place to like do anything with the ticket. I thought people would come around, but I did think about the fact I was like, oh, I could just keep this for next time if I never actually use it because you didn't scan it to get on or anything. And Mm -hmm. we're like five minutes away from the end of this like shitty 30 minute bus ride. And these people go around like the stop right before me, these like um, patrol guys, I guess, come on. And this guy asks the guy next to me for his ticket and he gives him his ticket and he like looks at the back of it and like gives back. And then he asked me for my ticket and I give him my ticket and he looks at the back of it and he goes, you didn't, he barely speaks English well, but he goes, you didn't validate this. And I go, what? And I was like, oh, maybe there's a thing at the front. And he goes, so it's going to be a 35 euro fine. And I go, what? I was like, where is the sign that it says to do this? I played the dumb card. I was like, I haven't been to Paris before. Like. Blah, blah, blah. I hadn't taken this bus before. And I was like, I was just so angry. And I was still in that, like, so mad at myself for crying the first time and in the airport. And I was just like, so emotional. And he was like, I was reasoning with him because I was like, there's no fucking way. I'm like, so stressed about money. I'm like, I'm not paying this. And the guy next to me is like advocating for me. He's like, dude, he goes, give me my ticket back. Where on the ticket does it say you have to do this? Like, whatever. And I just, I give him my card and I like, there is no control behind it. Like tears just like fall down my face. And I just look like this like idiot young girl crying. And this guy doesn't give a shit. Like he does not care. He's like, and the guy next to me feels so bad. He's like fighting with the guys. He's like, what? And then we get off. And this is how I was like, Hannah, you need to get it together because people think you're a freak. (laughs) It's so bad. It's so bad. I'm like going to from laughing right now. I get on, I get off the bus because I waited for the guy because he was still like fighting on my behalf and I wanted to make sure he didn't get like fined or something. And he comes out and he goes, 
he was probably like mid twenties and he goes, are you okay? Like, like, are you, are you okay with money? Like, do you need money? Like I could give you that. And it's like, it never happened. And I was like, Oh my God. You're like, it wasn't about the money, <laughs> but it, it was. was I, I turned to him and I go, honestly, I've just had a really shitty day. Um, I can't believe I cried over that. He goes, he goes, you don't have to cry. Like he thought that I was like giving my last dollar that I was going to use for food. Cause that's how I fucking tra- treated it. Like, it's not yeah. like I was sobbing, but it's basically me sitting here with like just tears going down my face. And I'm like, this has got to end. <laughs> this is crazy because it's something about when you. So this is all today. Yes. And like, it's so crazy. Cause it's like, I the way that I acted is just absurd, but I think it does speak to like number one, me just being crazy right now. I don't know what is. I happening. mean, I don't even think that's absurd though. To cry about what I cried about is like. I, I mean, look, you are considering the context. It's not. I think the airport one. I think the the bus one after like a long day. Like I had been up since five. It was like two, like three p.m. I think that's not that crazy, but the airport one is like, I think a yeah, little. Yeah, the airport bit. one could have been. It's like calls for concern a little bit. <laughs> I, I need to figure something out. I think you just need to like. I'm kind of similar, but I I've also noticed it in you too. So when sometimes where I'm just like, oh look, I just want you to like stand up for yourself. <laughs> like in certain situations, I'm like, oh, I wish you like said this or did this. Yeah, yeah, like when because I, I tell. You're like the person that I'll rant to about things that like annoy me that I don't confront the person in the moment. Yeah. It's it's so I mean, I'll I'll be like, oh, I would have said this, but like obviously I it, I'm also guilty of being the same way. Yeah. Like, it's it's so much easier to tell someone else how to do it. No, yeah. It's like yeah. I, I agree. I do that too. But I'm like I feel like I'm either in periods where my emotions are shut off or they're on overdrive. And Same. I'm like, <laughs> like what, is, what mental illness is that? <laughs> I don't, I'm like, what? I got to read some self-help. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe stop drinking for a little. <laughs> That's so true. I actually said no to happy hour today. I was proud of myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe just start, like being okay I think a lot of it has to do with being a girl is like be okay with taking up like space like be okay with like if someone says something and I have to do this too like it's I I don't I want to know like who out there has like changed from being the way we are to like standing up for the because I feel like I'm a confident person and I'm like I can I don't know like I don't think I'm like I think you're confident in yourself as in like your brain and like who you are as a person but I don't think you're confident in like standing up for myself standing up for yourself yeah I agree agree. yeah because I can stand up for other people but not myself same because it's so much easier to look at some situation and be like why the fuck did you do that to this person or like yeah why like or just tell or like kind of like tell someone like you have to like you say no to this or I don't know actually what you said it's like when you're standing up for yourself yeah you can be confident in yourself but at the end of the day if you don't feel comfortable taking up space you're not going to advocate for 
that. Like you just yeah, never the bigger thing. Well, think about what'd you say? I said I like I never just I just never want to feel like a burden or an inconvenience. Yeah. Like but then again, we all are burdens and inconveniences in life. Yeah. Like we literally all are. It's yeah. impossible to not be a burden or an inconvenience to at least one other person. Yeah. Like you're always like one person's like convenience is another person's inconvenience. That's true. And the, just the world goes around like that. And I feel like you have to find and I have to find certain ways where we can like put up bound like little boundaries or like make little changes in the way that like you normally wouldn't stand up for yourself in this sort of way. It will help you pra- like practice. Yeah. Standing up for yourself over even like littler things. You don't have to like throw a fit over it because like obviously yeah. you would never do that. <laughs> but like sometimes looking at dose. Yeah. Even like being at a restaurant and being like oh, it's okay, like, this came with this. Just, like, sending, be like, can you please change this? Like, it's really hard, though, as a, like, being a waitress to, like, make knowing, like, what it's like being a waitress to do that. But, like, just little things where, like, you normally would just, like, let it blow off. Like, don't. I would never send my food back. Yeah, I would never in there. I, I only have in circumstances where, like, there's literally something, like, I can't eat, like, allergic completely. Like, can't eat the meal at all. Yeah. Oh, my God. That is weird. I feel like I'm having a second, like... Second second quarter-life crisis. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just being, like... I'm realizing all these things as we're talking about them. And I'm, like... You know when you think that you know what your, like, big things you got to work on are? And yeah. then one hits you in the face and you're, like... <laughs> I'm on a bus. Like... Well, I think we kind of talked about this a while ago where we were, like... I feel like we're so self or like when you think you're so self-aware that you're like I don't know if there's something else that like someone could tell me that would like surprise me and there's like a glaring one right here (laughs) there's one facing you like dead on being hello (laughs) because I'm also like a huge like if you don't use your words and you don't stand up for yourself then you have no right to complain about it I agree yeah Cause that's the most annoying thing. Like you can't, people aren't going to read your mind, but I'm like the, also the biggest hypocrite in the world and will keep everything in my head and not say a thing and then like be moody. And I've been, I feel like I've been skirting around this issue with the whole, when we were talking about, um, uh, our episode on like talking shit about friends and my whole thing with that was, well, you don't have the right to say that you're taking someone as they are, but then never confront them about anything and then be mad at them and talk shit about them behind their back. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, but I, number one, kind of do that sometimes because, but the issue is not that I need to stop being friends with these people. Sometimes the issue is just, I need to confront it in the moment when yeah. it happens. And then there's going to be to like bottle it up and be like, Emma, this person's annoying me. Because when you're quote unquote, like talking shit, you're just venting because you aren't letting any of these little things out. Yeah. Until you're like, you vent and then you're over it and then everything's fine. And then it happens again. I think it also comes with, with what you and I have is like the people pleasing aspect where I know that the reason I don't confront things is because I am not comfortable to sit in the awkwardness of it because I'm so used to being the person who diffuses the tension. Like if there's a new person in the group, like I'll be like, have one 
antenna like on them all the time and be like, all right, yeah. get them in here. Like, like make sure someone's included, make sure yeah. this person like is so, feeling welcome, like all that. Yeah. Yeah. And how that applies over, it's like you're always gonna just want to keep the peace in the situation and not make it weird. But then it's like <laughs> it almost like bites in the ass because you're like yeah. then you're not paying attention to yourself. <laughs> And you let the blonde bitch at Air France make you cry. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Don't be, letting, don't be letting anybody like that make you cry. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do some research. Get me on books. I literally was in an airport bathroom today going, I need a therapist. Holy shit. You do, Hannah. I, it's I okay. Can... I don't I'm not even like real with my therapist. I need to like grow up. <laughs> Yeah, we, yeah. Like I, st- so I started. The thing is, is I feel like I'm almost too. I'm so self aware and like in tune with like in. I like what do you call it? I intellectualize my feelings a lot. Yeah, same. So like I'm able to like describe situations and be like, I know like this is how I acted and like why and like why like I feel certain ways and stuff like that but I'm not like actually vulnerable like <laughs> yeah that is a I feel like you are like <laughs> like you I think a lot of people like including us like we can put we've done enough research without doing the work or for me I don't know if that's the case with you but for me I'm like I, I, I I'm like <laughs> can put labels on all of these things and why we act this way why we act this way but we're not really doing anything to change it yeah like I feel like I've just kind of sat back and observed how my personality has changed but not done much to actually be an active participant in that it's because you actively which I've kind of done a little bit like I've done some growing but definitely have a lot I think you you never stop like needing to like grow and like change but um that sounds so like oh yeah (laughs) but you have to add like the most annoying part about self like working on yourself is that like it is act you have to actively try and do it like it's not natural it's never gonna just come to you and you're never just gonna and it's like the light bulb is not gonna turn on until you've done the work yeah like you're not gonna all of a sudden be like oh like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, you have to actively do those little things that the your therapist tells you to do or the self-care, whatever, Instagram page. Like, all those little things that they tell you to do that actually work. They work if you actually do them. And you have you, to build those habits and, like, yeah, they have to, Exactly. Like, they have to become, like, something. And it's not going to feel not Nothing ever is going to feel natural when you're, re, when you're introducing something new to your, like... We're all like fucking, I don't even know. We're all very complacent like beings. Like we love like complacency. Yeah. And so like nothing is ever gonna come easy. Like no good change is ever gonna come easy, in my opinion. That's so true. I agree. I just need to actually like internalize those words. See, but I say that and I can't even do it. Myself. No, I know. That's why I say I say this to people in relationships when I give relationship advice, like all my friends go to me, like, honestly, even my guy friends come to me for advice and they'll say like, oh, you're really good at giving advice. And I'm like, I'm not good at taking it. And if I was in that situation, I would not know what the fuck to do. Because when you observe for so long, 
and and don't force yourself to actually feel your feelings it's like not wanting to be it's like I don't want to be the like I'm so scared of being like a drama queen or like a problem maker that like but you're literally the opposite that no see I kind of said this to my sister the other day and I was like we're so scared of being the burden that we become the burden yeah look it's like you there's no way to not be one like you're gonna be annoying you're gonna be funny you're gonna be like the smartest one you're gonna be the dumbest one at one point in your life every single time like you're gonna be all these things so when you're when you're so like scared and you (laughs) my makeup (laughs) (laughs) when you're so scared of like (laughs) this is the microphone I was holding your makeup when you're so scared of like being um a type of way and you just freeze and not actually yeah then you're just like I don't know you're not making any progress you're not like you're gonna be all those things if you freeze to be honest like you're gonna be annoying you're gonna be all, all these things if you're so scared of being annoying you're gonna be annoying Yeah, I really have no, like, advice for people right now with this. I'm just like, I'm going to sit with it. But that's all very good, like, it's, like, true. Everything you just said, I'm like, I I think I have insight, but not advice. You know, I'm actually seeking, I'm seeking advice because I'm, I'm very similar to where I need help putting up, or, like, I need help speaking up for myself, too. Yeah. And not being afraid of being embarrassed we should take a class i'm just kidding (laughs) self-help class it's like how to ask for where the bathroom is without going into a panic attack (laughs) um damn well yeah guys thank you for listening Um, if you have any insight on this or any advice let us know. Yeah, email us privately if you have book recommendations, but I actually don't want to hear your personal advice on my life. <laughs> I want to hear personal advice. Okay, okay. If, if anyone has ever, like, gone through, like, being someone no, who... Yeah, you're right. That's what I'm talking about. But honestly, I don't think there is many people out there that have got, have made it to the other side. From what I've seen. I think a lot of people are just one way or the other sometimes. Yeah. So if you guys have done anything, then I take any any self. If you have any self-help advice that have actually worked for you, let us know. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening. Follow Sincerely and Interested on Instagram and Spotify. And TikTok. And TikTok and TikTok. Emma's on the TikTok. So. I want to post on it more though. I like I know. TikTok. I keep we should we should make TikToks. So let us know what you guys want to hear about too. Yeah. All right. This has been sincerely and interested. Bye.